everyone, and welcome to Comfort Watch, the podcast where we talk about the movies and TV shows that we turn to time and time again for comfort. I'm Elizabeth, and I'm joined by my little sweatshirt twin, Chrissy. Who do you party people? It's Sunday night. <laughs> How are you, Chrissy? I am on muscle relaxer. <laughs> so good great i just had some broccoli cheddar soup and a couple of big old pills so i'll fly in high baby mm, soup with a side of pills mm-hmm. sounds like a great time sounds like diarrhea but i'm for now we're okay we're living in that space where it hasn't hit yet so it's good one of us has to have bad bum during a podcast <laughs> this time it's you <laughs> pepto-bismol please sponsor us. that's right uh how's your week been oh I can't even think about. I don't know what I did this week, man. Every day is the same. You went to America. I did go to America's Nation. I did go to America's Nation. I just drove around from like to all the stores we don't have. We have like a Crumble Cookie, an Alta, multiple Targets, uh, Trader Joe's, TJ Maxx. Like we don't have any of those in Canada, so we literally just hit them all up in the like northern Buffalo area. God bless. It it was great. What about you? Uh, We went out yesterday. Yeah. Oh, me and you. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I was like, I was there. (laughs) My week was good. I just worked and lived my life as a mom this week. And then yesterday we went out. Our friend Clay came down to visit us and we went out for lunch, dinner, dinner, lunch. Yeah, we were there for a long time. Yeah. And then today it was my mother-in-law's 65th birthday. So I have makeup on two days in a row. Whoa. Listen. Wow. I don't even recognize myself in the mirror. I only wash my hair once, though, so that's okay. That's okay. Yeah, it was just like a good, good week. Um, just found out that Taylor's boyfriend's going to the Super Bowl, so I'm very excited <laughs> that that's the only way we're going to get Taylor at a Super Bowl. And but it my... seems like a step down for her to perform at the Super Bowl, to be honest. She doesn't need it. She doesn't need it. She doesn't need everyone to come to a stadium for a football game and then she sings to them. True. They, they everyone needs to come to a football stadium to watch her sing and then football happens. That's she is. She's uplifting the NHL or NHL. <laughs> Do you know how much sports I watch? Literally, come none. on, Roberta, touchdown! <laughs> I am Chrissy. You are Chrissy, body and soul. I am Chrissy. Oh my gosh! Uh, no, yeah, it's a step down for Taylor. I just, I think it's exciting that uh, Mr. Swift is gonna get to go play in the big time Super Bowl for sports things. Good for him. Good for you. Throw, catch, do all the things. Run. Don't get hit. (laughs) Yeah, don't get hit. Protect your dick, protect your head. (laughs) Preferably head first, then other head. Anywho, I don't really have much to say this week other than, like, recommendations, I guess. Yeah, we can get right into Comfort Rex. Okay. Okay, so every week we let you guys know what we're watching, listening to, reading, eating, drinking, or wearing. I don't even know. That uh, brings us comfort. Uh, What do you got this week? Oh, I'm going first. You said this last week. You can go first. Okay. So I don't usually buy myself a lot of things anymore. Mm-hmm. But I decided to invest in some skincare because I saw this girl. Oh, gosh. I wish I could find her on TikTok. So this girl's name is Anna Anora. She's a beauty TikToker. A-N-N-A-A-N-N-O-R-A. Man, I love alliteration. Like, if you have a name that starts with, like, the same letter as your last name, <laughs> yeah, I just feel like you're destined for greatness. I have the same sound. Yeah, that works. Yeah. Not, that didn't happen. I didn't get greatness out of it, though. Because it's not the same letter. That's, yeah, that's true. Yeah, I don't have it either. I, I should would... change it to a K. 
they should um anyways so this girl posted this tiktok and i'm not really on beauty tiktok that much anymore but she did a makeup free filter free review of using glycolic toner for her skin Mm -hmm. and i have terrible skin these days like just patchy and you know kind of just dark circles everywhere yeah so i was like okay it's by the ordinary i'm gonna buy it because the ordinary is affordable yeah it's fifteen dollars for two hundred and forty mils. Show me it. It's oh, strong. I I use this all the time. Do you like it? I use it as toner almost every day. Yeah. You like it? I find that it makes my pores a lot smaller. Like it like shrinks them up. Also, fun fact: if you have problems with like smelly armpits, uh, especially like women who like have just had babies and stuff, and your hormones are all fucked up, you can spray that on your armpits and you don't smell as bad. How did someone learn that? I don't know. You can put it pretty much anywhere. You can put it on like your feet even like apparently. Don't And also, so the reason I originally bought it is because because when I switched birth controls, it gave me back knee, which I'd never had, and I saw someone on TikTok say put it in a spray bottle and spray it on your back every day. And it worked. I don't have back knee anymore. Yeah, it's really good. I love it. It's like a multi-purpose thing and it's so cheap. So I literally have one in a bottle like that for toner and then one in a spray bottle for my back. Yeah. The little spritz in the back. We don't say cheap. We say affordable. Yeah, it's great. It actually used to be $10. They've raised the price once it got popular. Wow. Yeah. I I support it. I placed a Sephora order for like the first time. Like we're back at work. We have no mat leave money. Like we can afford Sephora now. Um, Otherwise, I am a drugstore girly. Yeah, I kind of want a Sephora. I don't do it anymore. I can't do it. I don't go anywhere. I can't justify it. So it says it helps balance uneven skin tone and correct texture over time. And it, I've only been using it for like four days and I feel like my makeup's going on smoother. Yeah, really. It's it's a lot. It does. But it's strong. I just don't, I don't use it on the places of my face that get dry. So like my lower cheek is always dry. I don't use it down there. I don't get acne down there anyway. But like I use it a lot in my T-zone, nose, forehead, chin. She's, she's a good girly. It's just a little bit drying. So then I bought, because I was, I was like, we're here. Might as well buy another one. So I bought the Ordinary's, ooh, their printing is so small. Uh, Reservatol, Reservatrol 3% mm-hmm. and Ferulic Acid 3%. And that's supposed to be for dark spots. Okay. And then I bought, I bought a 1% retinol with squalane mm-hmm. for signs of aging. And I've just been really like slathering on the stuff on my face Mm -hmm. and I really like it because I don't take care of myself that much anymore. Like normally I used to be like a big skincare girly, yeah. but then I just stopped. So now I'm just getting back into it and I just, we're going to feel good in 2024. We're going to look better and I haven't had Botox in almost a year. Wow. I haven't had filler in almost a year. It's time, but this is going to tie and be over. Okay. <laughs> Until I can get there. Wow. I also, I started a new retinol this week too. And it's the first one I found that doesn't irritate my skin. Which one? Shout out to Elf. Elf has a new one. I had didn't find it in Canada. I only found it in the States. But I actually saw a dermatologist talk about how if you you have sensitive skin, the Elf one's actually a really good one. And they recommend it. They also recommended like plenty of high-end ones. But they said if you have sensitive skin. And I have tried so many like blends and then straight retinol but like sandwiching with moisturizer i've tried prescription grade my skin is just doesn't like it interesting this so far it seems to like and i don't know i'm in this phase now where i don't wear foundation anymore i hate you well (laughs) i care about my skincare so i just don't i i wear a little bit of, of primer to fill in my pores and then concealer where needed and usually just a little under my eyes i do not wear foundation anymore 
that's like my goal to get there but he's got to be super moisturized and also be okay with the fact that like i don't look super made up every day but like you I'm used okay with to that. do a full fucking beat though i know and now i just you know what i also find my makeup wears longer throughout the day like i think it looks consistently better because i find my foundation always would break up like mm-hmm. around my nose me too and that's like the first sign that like your makeup doesn't look as good if you don't have foundation on it, other than your mascara maybe getting places things kind of just stay where they are interesting so i'm all about it these days okay well i found this girl because i was watching a review for another thing i like this isn't my second review by the way but i found her because someone she was doing a review on the merit perfecting complexion stick yeah and i'm on my fifth one yeah so i've been buying this consistently for f- like five whole sticks yeah and i really like it for every day if you're going for a fancy face this is probably not it yeah like if it's a fancy time i'll use the charlotte tilbury mm what is it something about skin like amazing i don't know amazing skin by charlotte tilbury or something Mm -hmm. like that but this is perfect for every day i actually have it on today yeah so that's how i found her and i just love finding new people who show me products that like yeah i actually believe you like you're not it's not sponsored your following's big but not super big that i think that like you're kim kardashian like you know (laughs) yeah so that's that's my first rack my second rack Last week, I wanted you to talk to your friends about Jason Kelsey, and this week, I wanted you to talk to your friends about Paul Maskell. <laughs> did you watch Chicken Shop? Yeah, of course I did. I Honestly, more than her, him, I love her. I love Amelia. She's so cute. She is adorable. I think she's like, I want to go on a date with her. She's. I just think she's so funny and like i don't know i love her i love them together though too she's charming she's so charming they had chemistry yeah still not the same level as andrew garfield chemistry though no no but i just even like i don't really like red carpet interviews because i find them so awkward but i like hers because the awkward is it's built in Mm -hmm. and then but she rolls with it so well she just rolls with every i don't know she makes me giggle and then when she dances randomly and stuff i just love her she's so cute she actually did like a makeup review for like allure it was like my five minute face or something yeah and i think she has a actually a partnership with l'oreal because three out of the five were l'oreal oh really? i was like get that money honey yeah girl get it can't shame her for that i love when someone's like my first thing is l'oreal my second thing is l'oreal and yeah. then like you can see that they're kind of embarrassed that they're like my third thing is also l'oreal. <laughs> i don't care even longoria sold me on l'oreal years ago absolutely so yes paul mescal it's mescal not mescal yes just in case you're someone wondering yeah he's not my style but he's so charming yeah like he's like the guy in your theater class that you're like you're cute for theater class yeah Yeah. i think he's cute for every day he has a line down his forehead (laughs) that i feel like with age will be concerning (laughs) like ethan hawk needs some ordinary yes some to help him out there but he's so charming i didn't expect him to be funny i don't know if he means to be funny oh i feel like he's just i don't know also there was another interview that came out with him this week where they showed him the meme of him and andrew scott and i can't remember who else as hobbits Bailey yeah yeah as hobbits and he was just 
his he's just so genuine that it's it's funny because mm-hmm. he is having a good time it you seems can tell. like yeah so he's like fun to watch because like even with amelia he just seemed like he was he was slightly uncomfortable but in a fun way like he was just having a good time i want to see renee rap with amelia do you yeah i do i don't know after seeing some of this press tour for mean girls i like renee rap a little bit less oh see i like her more really don't come for me i just feel like she's a lot like she seems like a lot i think she's so cute i think like i used to watch sex lives as college girls yeah and to me i'm so i think it's the smartest decision she ever made to leave that show yeah but she was the best part of that show I don't want to watch her. Oh, but she just kind of got lost a little bit. Yeah. And then she's kind of following a J-Law path of no press. Like we could tell that there's no no press press training. Yeah. Like or training. Yeah. Whatsoever. I would love to see them together. I'd also love to see Andrew Garfield and Amelia together. Who else would I love to see? Tom Holland, Zandaya and Amelia together. Okay. (laughs) For like a three little chicken shop date. That'd be a good time. Okay. But yeah, Paul Mescal, that's um That's your recommendation. Specifically Paul Mescal in shorts. <laughs> yeah. That's my recommendation. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. That's, that's my rec. What about you? Good call. I don't have anything as good. I'm just gonna shout out my the podcast that I'm really into right now. So before some things happened with this company and this podcast and the hosts that we don't need to get into. My favorite podcast was Reply All. And it's like an internet podcast, but it's fun. It's investigative. They they would find and like go back and listen to them, too. They're still great. Like they would find a question people had on the internet like one was this girl got one of the first ever snapchat handles and her snapchat was lizard just lizard and like they went down this path of like snapchat handles and how you get the first ones and how you can buy them and stuff like that so in like you know during the black lives matter movement as many companies things came to light Mm. that were a little sus in that company so uh the podcast went on for maybe another year and then disbanded and then like spotify bought them and then like folded them so they just went away and then recently one of the hosts pj vote has come back with his own podcast called search engine and it's similar but he investigates like he did like a a two-part on fentanyl and uh one about like he's been on adhd medication for his whole life and he's recently come off it and why was he basically on speed for his whole life since childhood and um the most recent two-parter episode was why are there chicken bones on the ground in new york city Hmm. and is it squirrels is it people is it rats it's rats sorry spoiler but um it's just like he's i find him really funny and he asks questions about things that like no one else is asking questions about but like you know it's like a fun fact podcast i love a fun fact lately all i've been doing is puzzling for hours also puzzling recommend (laughs) for hours and uh listening to search engine and ologies as i always do yeah if you want like a little little thing to listen to on a drive they're not very long but how did your girl's makeup turn out? She hasn't showed us. She hasn't posted Rap Ride. At the time of posting? No, she hasn't showed us. I'm going to look her up right she now. She posted um, a story yesterday as she was doing it. And it, I think the story said, like, I hope the transformation happens or whatever. Um, but she, no, she has not posted anything unless she's posted since like an hour ago. No. Oh, someone posted. A friend tagged her in something. Oh, I always go and look and I never looked. Oh, it turned out good. Where is she? 
Oh, I wanted to see your dress too. Oh, she looks great. It's pinky. It's good though. The brows are great. Oh, that's her like thing. She has fantastic eyebrows. She has like the quintessential eyebrow of the time. My favorite thing. Okay. If you do this online, like you need to probably like recheck yourself. If you post that you're at your friend's wedding Mm -hmm. and the first post in a carousel is not your friend that's married. Yeah. Come on. You're a bitch. (laughs) (laughs) This girl is her friend. We've all did it. That's why I was just looking through the thing and her friend is like the one who posted it When you got married, I posted a picture of myself and went, Libby got married. (laughs) (laughs) No, the second picture was me and Rebecca. Libby got married. I know. But like, you know what I mean? Like, let's let's make it a new thing to post the person who got married first. Sure. Like, great great wedding, Kayla and, and Mitchell. And then it just no picture of Kayla and Mitchell's wedding. Yeah. Anyways, looks good. Do you have any other recs? Not really. Call outs this week. We have gotten some great messages from people this we week. We love it. We love it. Send us more. Love Literally, to see it. If you're saying, mm, should I message them? Just message us. So we got a message from Magpie who said that she enjoys the chit chat. So she was the one who messaged us being like, I enjoy the chit chat. I can listen from home, so I feel like you are at work with me. And I said, thank you for listening. We would be the worst coworkers. <laughs> <laughs> we have been. We will be. I just think that's so nice that somebody was just like, I like it. I yeah. like listening to you. Thank you. The other person is Tracy. Pages from our home is her handle. Mm-hmm. Uh, her bio is, I'd rather be in Stars Hollow. So right away, we're like best friends. Yeah. But this week's movie she just commented is her favorite movie of all time oh no let's so do it justice if you're listening tracy i hope we do this justice no pressure can you let us know why it's your favorite movie of all time too i'm always yes. curious like the reason yeah so we would like to open it up to people like if you write to us and tell us what your favorite movie is yeah when we do that movie we want to we will read why you love it yeah tell us tell us your favorite part or like something you know like anything fun fact like we'll 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 shout it out and if we miss a fun fact from a movie tell us and then we'll add it just be like so and so also mentioned like my friend martina messaged me that she like so she lives in brooklyn she messaged me about the address where uh Cher's family lives yeah it's a real place wow and now it's broken up into apartments yeah and that's why she thinks that Cher's room did have a fireplace oh so yeah. she wasn't in the living room <laughs> yeah. wow thank you martina thank you so much martina <laughs> god bless i love that not only did like she pay attention to just a, a w- weird side conversation we got into of why there's a fireplace in a bedroom but she has confirmed for us well she sent me a picture of her sitting on the stoop wow yeah can ask her if we can post it i will <laughs> i'll ask her i'll ask her right now it's almost like we were there well i now i know that if i do ever get to brooklyn that's where i gotta walk past at least if this podcast ever gets big we should do like a new york tour of comfort watch locations manifest it <laughs> if we'll Travis get a bus Kelsey can land taylor swift we can land a he can't even tour. spell squirrel and he got he got one of our foremost poets of our time that's right <laughs> But it's like what Joey said in Friends. If your heart is pure, wondrous things can happen. (laughs) (laughs) Why did he say that? Because he thought that his chair, Rosita, was broken. So Rachel switched it with the other chair. Oh. Yeah. It was healed. She's healed. It's a miracle. (laughs) (laughs) Anyways. Okay. Tangent over. So yes, if it's your favorite movie, tell us. Because Mm -hmm. this week is monumental of a movie. Yeah. Let's take a break and we'll come right back. And we're back. We are back. 
And we are headed down south, baby. Louisiana. Louisiana. What town is it? Did they say what it was called? They did. I can't pronounce it. <laughs> Chick- they said Chickapin. Uh, let's see. <laughs> Can you pronounce that? What? Not, not, not a Coke. Is it? That's, I think so. Chinkapin Parish is where the sh- the movie is. Let me see. Natchitoches. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> Natchitoches. Not a Coke. I think it is. I think. Natchitoches. I was gonna say not a choke, not not chitote cheese. That's what I was gonna say. <laughs> Natchitoches. Like, come on, guys. It's an Indian word meaning place of the pawpaw or chinkapin. Okay. Which is a local flower. So chinkapin parish, they said Indian word, American Indian. Yeah. Aboriginals. I'm just reading what someone else said. So yeah, we're all heading right down south to Louisiana. Mm-hmm. Never paid attention that it was in Louisiana until now. I always thought it was like Tennessee, Georgia. Yeah, I didn't. it didn't give off Louisiana vibes too hard but i guess it's because like what we know of louisiana is either like a bayou or like new orleans but they don't it's neither true like i feel like i feel like it should could have taken place in like a carolina and had like you know the trees and stuff to tip you off but still good still good southern i love all the accents 1989 steel magnolias it's based on a play by a man named robert harling and he started writing the play after his sister died so his sister susan died of complications from diabetes wow he spent 10 days writing this play he told listen to this garden and gun magazine in 2013 (laughs) horse and hound i think there's a garden and gun festival that my friend who used to work for a food company yeah go do like meg used to go do garden and gun because that sounds really familiar Mm -hmm. i mean you got garden got gun peeled everyone he was not a playwright he just wrote this from his grief and it became like a broadway hit wow and just was turned into a movie amazing so out of something so tragic because this is a very tragic play movie yeah they actually had no idea that it was a comedy margot martindale who was the original truvy yeah by dolly parton said that it was played as a drama on stage and it was only until the audience started laughing that they realized that it's actually supposed to be funny yeah isn't that that funny yeah because this movie is hilarious it is absolutely why don't you talk about your relationship with this movie before we get into it this is a movie that like i'm sad wasn't part of my childhood because i know i would have probably watched it all the time i didn't come to it till later in life i every once in a while just go through you know a list of movies that i've always heard about and never seen and i think this just like came across my plate i don't know in like my 20s and i've seen it maybe twice i knew the general plot watching this again i didn't remember any of it really but yeah i have like no relationship to it which makes me sad it's one of those movies though that like is referenced so often by other things in pop culture that like i knew about it Mm -hmm. you know so following a line that of like julia roberts always being in my childhood this is a movie that my mom would always watch yeah and it used to be on tv a lot yeah and so i remember wanting to watch it for the beauty shop part specifically yeah and then being completely devastated as a child when it just took a turn and i was like why aren't they at the beauty shop anymore (laughs) why aren't they laughing so i've always had this movie in my Mm -hmm. like my life i think it's like i was almost afraid to touch this one yeah i feel like it's that big yeah i think it has 
Yeah, it's like has its own pop culture corner of the world. I think much like when Harry met Sally. I think it's so interesting that it was written by a man because the, yeah. the female relationships are so interesting. Yeah. Because when else really, I guess the 80s were kind of in golden girl culture. These relationships is just like, let's put five blanches yeah. in, a, in a play and see what happens. <laughs> well, so on that note, I actually wrote that I think Olympia Dukakis' character was the blueprint for Samantha Jones. Because at one point she says, like, if I, if you have nothing nice to say about someone, come over and talk to me. Yeah, and the way she said me. it, I was like, that is Samantha Jones to a T and I just yeah so it's it's there's that's at least one foundational character that needs to be in a friend group I guess is the like I'm terrible (laughs) yeah there's there are the tropes I guess the very motherly yes the virginal Anel before she goes wild yeah and then returns to Jesus yeah there's I mean Weezer is a really interesting character to me yeah there are like there's these Southern women are kind of muddy in the prim and proper versus like they love scandal. Like they love gossip. They love talking shit, which I, all were, girls do. They were a little less conservative than I thought they'd be, especially being like, mama, there's a box of rubbers in the cupboard. Like, and she's, it, you can have all the safe sex you want. Like if they just seemed a little more open than I thought women at least in the 80s would be as well but then the policing of like she's not wearing a girdle like that yeah. kind of policing of like women's oh, bodies yes that's was, like that did not age well it's such a contradiction these women which all women are contradictions but well, i don't yeah. think you've ever like i feel like at the beginning of the movie i'm like i don't know if i'm supposed to like you guys yeah and which is great because i feel like girls is like that sex in the city is like that. yes because women are complicated very complicated Let's do you want to go through the plot? Yeah, let's go through the plot. Just a smidge. It starts off with Shelby, Julia Roberts. It's her wedding day. Um, and her father is shooting birds out of a tree. Drum. What a great name. I know. All the Spud, the other Spud. husband. Mm-hmm. The men have great names in this movie. And all the women collect at Dolly Parton's ha- uh, house because it's also her salon. And to get ready for the wedding. You don't know. And like... It's hard because you've already, if I've already seen this movie and I knew, but watching it probably the first time, all of a sudden, Julia Roberts goes into like a diabetic, I don't know if it's a, it's not a coma, it's... Her sugar's crashing. Her sugar crashes, yeah. And it's very dramatic. It's scary. It is scary. And the way even like she contorts her face and stuff is like, it's, it's, it's a lot. So you learn in that moment that she has a serious illness and then she recovers just fine well because in the beginning of the movie first of all there's a couple things i want to talk to you about that julia is in her bathtub and jackson her played by a i will get them wrong no dylan mcdermott McDermott. no no dermot mulrooney or another mcdermott dylan mcdermott who real those two were a couple in real life during this movie he's hot she broke up with liam neeson to date him i get it i get it good choice he's hot she was dating liam neeson julia could date anybody i know and she did she did i would too i would have dated even more i don't know how she got i want to know how you break up with dylan mcdermott to go for Kiefer sutherland No. no judgment i judge judgment well, then she Judgment. dated. Who did she? Who was that country guy that she married? Lyle Lovett. Lyle Lovett. Man, they were married ninety-two years. Oh, two. She did her time. 
but there's a moment where you're two years in you're like he's like you are gonna marry me right and so you're wondering like why is there this tinge of unhappiness with yes. this wedding yes and it turns out as they say the doctors tell shelby that not that she can't have children but th- that, that she, she shouldn't. shouldn't yes and that she basically the night before the wedding said to him i don't want to marry you because i can't have your babies and mm-hmm. he's like i love that he's like we'll adopt 10 of them we'll buy them if we have to so sweet yeah i thought that was very romantic and then so they have the wedding well, wait wait no I, I gotta talk to you about the wedding okay okay because okay so the beginning of the movie you can feel sally field's stress <laughs> like it's yeah. palpable Malin's <laughs> stress is palpable and i said to myself this is why you don't have a wedding at your house yeah and then i thought of you because you I did, did. Have, i did have a wedding at my house and it caused my husband to have heat stroke and miss half the wedding <laughs> because we did so much work leading up to it no one was firing a gun every 30 minutes might as well have. or put an ice cube down my back but might as well have. i was still very stressful it was so stressful and those boys i wanted to whip them into shape like why are you not helping <laughs> Yeah. But it's just like there's so much stress. And I was just thinking, I was like, why the heck would anyone have their wedding at their house? Yes. You. Okay. So there's something that Dolly says. Uh, but Dolly part in great casting. Absolutely. A gem on screen. Absolutely. She does a little bit of like the overacting thing that like a child actor would do. Love it. Lots of head bobbling, lots of big smiles, but also like, <laughs> I thought she was great. There's a Dolly Parton movie called Straight Talk, which is her best work. Oh, really? She plays a radio host. Yeah. Anyways, um, she says, there's no such thing as natural beauty. If there was, I'd be out of business. Yeah. And I, that's how I want to live my life. Like, <laughs> sure, I'm wearing glycolic acid on my face now, but I want to look like I love Dolly's whole aesthetic oh yeah like more is more to me absolutely like everyone is in this mob wife like era yeah like i'm so glad we are going from clean girl to fucking more yeah like more 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 yeah we're meeting everybody we meet clary anel anel is kind of our entrance into this group yeah we've got truvy shelby weezer <laughs> weezer and then we go to the wedding the wedding is the right kind of tacky blush and bashful my colors are blush i want to know which one was blush and which one was bashful of the two pinks because i had no idea i couldn't tell them apart no there's a lot of well either (laughs) either could they she said pink is my signature color never wear pink for the rest of the movie yeah that's also true do you have signature color uh that i wear is your your color is pattern yeah (laughs) i was gonna say if it was like my color that i love is like forest green is my like my whole house and stuff but not that i wear i wear i do wear a lot of pink i don't know i don't really have a i don't really have a color signature color yeah i love i love a bold pattern i was gonna say though the first portion of this movie reminded me so much of like home alone like the chaotic house where like people are in and out of frame over and over again you're being introduced to people really really fast and there's like they're all trying to complete this one goal and task but then the kids are running amok and the dad's shooting things it's very much home alone it sets it up very quickly yeah but it's like in a fun way Mm -hmm. and i wasn't like annoyed with like wait what are we doing where are we like they did a really good job of like other than the fact i can't figure out the layout of that fucking house to save my life one moment she's in the pantry and then she's in her bedroom what she was getting like sugar i don't understand so i believe if i'm not mistaken that a room on the first floor is better for heat right yeah like so, in the south yeah because truvy had her floor her bedroom on the main floor yeah yeah so i was like okay i get it but then yeah her bedroom's like at the front door 
yeah she walks in and he's in bed yeah yeah that's true it's a it's a very interesting layout of the house the house like the facade of the house is an actual airbnb or not airbnb it's, <laughs> it's a b&b yeah no air so you can stay in it so that's where we're gonna bring oh comfort fest 20 29 <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah we gotta get some time to build this up comfort fest comfort fest comfort girls comfy girls let's go yeah. um yeah i couldn't figure it out either but we set up really really fast i just wanted to talk about that wedding because that wedding is so tacky the cake the armadillo cake I don't. I know groom's cake is a very southern thing. Yeah, it's not really a thing here. I've never seen one. I just thought it was great. We had a groom's pie at your wedding. We did the night before. Oh yeah, oh yeah. <laughs> I Chrissy, made it. Chrissy made the pie from the movie Hook. Yeah, for my husband. So that was it. Because that's was... what he wanted as our actual desserts, and I said no, <laughs> absolutely not. You wanted Pollyanna cake. I did, and I got it. I got it. <laughs> So the wedding is great. Then there's a time jump where Shelby kind of just goes off. From what we hear is her family doesn't want her to work anymore. No. Once she gets married. Because she's a nurse. Yeah. She's a nurse. We don't really know the complications of diabetes. There's a lot of criticism, actually, about the representation of diabetes in this movie. Yeah. I read a whole thick piece on it um, that was published on the 30-year anniversary of it, just saying that people thought that it didn't look like a manageable disease. Yeah. But then, I mean, what I knew of diabetes was Halle Berry and Nick Jonas have it. That's all I knew. Yeah. Mary Tyler Moore was talking about it because I think her son died. But obviously, if the writer's sister died, it's a very serious thing. And I don't think people will give it that credit until you find out that his sister died from it. Yeah. Complications of it. Yeah. I think that also people don't realize that there are severe complications of it. And people have varying degrees of it. Because she even says to her mom, people who have diabetes have babies all the time. And she goes, you're special. Mm -hmm. So like clearly she has struggled with it more maybe than other people who've had it. Yeah. So also like clearly she's had it since she was young. She has type one likely, Mm -hmm. which is much more serious and this is the 80s before you know glucose meters that you can wear and everything like that yes and i think it's really realistic too that like on her wedding day that that happened because she probably hasn't been eating it happened to your girl well that yes what i'm saying the our rap ride (laughs) taylor efford yeah she posted that like oh glucose down on her on her wedding Was, was it spiked i don't know on her wedding day and that made me think of it when we were watching it too. And I was like, yeah, that makes sense. Like you're stressed. going through something stressful, you probably haven't been eating or paying attention to eating like you should be. And then it makes sense that it, it happened. I'm not, I'm a little more surprised though, with the fact that they act like that they've said it so severe that they weren't, that she wasn't checking throughout the day or something like mm-hmm. that. It got to that point. But I think the whole thing of Shelby drink your juice there's some candy and the way that Malin stays so oh, calm. Yeah, she's like, done this before. She's panicked in the beginning of the movie when the, the champagne glasses are broken. Yeah. But when it's like crisis time, like to me, Malin is who I used to think Britney Spears' mom was. Like a <laughs> Southern mom. Yeah. Louisiana mom who like is kind of just like calm and pressure. Yeah, we've learned some things since then about Britney Spears' mom. Lynn. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Maybe that's why I thought it was Lynn. Malin, <laughs> Lynn, dark hair. <laughs> Anywho, this movie at a its core is a love letter of mother daughter yeah and malin it's so interesting that the friendships are really malin's friendships yeah so it's a lot of like when they were saying we don't really know that much about jackson it's 
if you think that they're Shelby's friends, it's because they're not. They're all friends of the moms who I know a lot about my friend's kids. I don't see my friend's kids often because I'm just with their mom. Yeah. They're moms. So I just think that it took for me on this watch to really realize that because when then when the time jump happens and we're Christmas, Mm -hmm. Shelby is kind of like looking at all the changes that have happened like yeah Annelle, she and hasn't she's, been around she doesn't yeah. really know because julia roberts seems like she's going to be like the star of this movie but it's sally field it's sally field yeah and her relationships which i would love you know i love an old lady movie and she's not that she was they were remotely old at no. this point sally field is now in her 70s and this was 1989 right. i was born in 1980 <laughs> so this is 34 years ago so how old was she then oh my god she was like 40 no no hang on sally she was 42 i think so yeah she was born in 1946 she's 77 yeah 77 minus or no 40 43 43 years old in this movie balls she's youngin that's a stone's throw away from me i know but if you look at her she doesn't have any wrinkles no but this is like the other thing of the golden girls where they're j-lo's age the golden girls when the show starts they are j-lo's age like 53 yeah so they're but you can be a 43 year old with a daughter getting married in the 80s but absolutely i mean now you could i'm pretty sure like that's the age my grandma was when my mom got married it's that they usually you know women of that generation had babies in their early 20s and then the next generation got married pretty young too but yeah, it's very possible to be a mother of the bride. And that also explains why her brothers are like teenagers. True. And one of them, the one teenager has to watch the other one. So the other one must be like 13. They, they've got to be like 16. Mm-hmm. Because uh, if yeah. Shelby went to college for nursing, she must be like, what, 23, 24? Yeah. So Malin was 20 when she had her. Yeah. Yeah. It's just, I, when you, you bring up a good point where you're like, you think that Julia Roberts is the star. So in the lens of us looking at it, we're like, yeah, Julia Roberts is going to be the star, the main character. Yeah. The real stars of this movie acting wise are Sally Field Oscar winner, Shirley MacLaine Oscar winner. I thought Shirley MacLaine was going to be like such a small part just because right off the bat they're like oh my god she's here and i thought she's being like an annoying neighbor but no she's like very much like a part of the heart of this movie is her because she has this like transformation over time mm-hmm. and always when there's a character in a movie that's really like stubborn and hard when they are soft it's even better like yep. it's even more heartwarming they made her look like crap they did but i love it i love the whole women are meant to garden and get dirty and wear ugly clothes or whatever once they get old yeah she's the richest one but she doesn't act like it no but then there's clary who's really who's wealthy yeah but she kind of she wears her elegance a little bit more well she cares about her public persona a lot but a thousand percent but like i'm surprised i actually haven't seen any like shirley mclean memes or tiktoks from this movie because the whole like we're all gonna get old and become witches and live in the forest thing love it that's her and she even explains that like i'm surprised i haven't seen anything about it like i want to grow up and be her i i love it we're gonna be ugly and yeah well and then dolly is well dolly's still young in this right she acts like she's old she says she's old but she still seems like she's gotta be 40s yeah but she's (laughs) From behind, she looks like a toddler in tiara. She's so tiny. She's the short. At one point, I was like, "Does she have a condition that makes her so small?" Because she she's abnormally small. She's teeny tiny. She's teeny tiny, and she's got I don't know something about her face, but she's beautiful, gorgeous, even so now beautiful. Yeah, and also I got a shout out to the hair in this movie, and I know not even the fact that it's like eighties and stuff. It looks great. 
Julia Roberts' hair looks fantastic. See? No? I don't like Julia Blonde. I've never liked no, Julia but Blonde. The, but the, the length of it, the volume, the curl. Well, they even say Shelby has the best hair. She does I've have the best on. hair. She has gray hair. I love her. Yeah, I even liked Sally Field's hair. I thought everyone had like... I don't know. They this it seemed more natural. I know they do a lot to it, but like right. it did seem very like maybe it's nostalgic for me of like eighties nineties hair. I love it. Me too. It's so big it. and bouncy. Lots of aquanet. Yeah, it looked like effort, and I think yeah. that's the difference between now. There's this effortless yeah beauty. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure. Oh, that's why it was like an overcorrection of the nineties. But yeah. like no one wants when, a loose when wave. Anel's doing her hair and she goes, "Oh no, there's a hole." That's <laughs> like. Could you imagine, like, the most embarrassing thing is, oh, there's a hole in my hair. <laughs> and they have to wear, like, literal, like, nets around it after it's yes, done. Yes, to just hanging keep it out. up. So good. It's hilarious. I love it. Um, Anel goes wild. I loved Bad Anel at Christmas. Mm-hmm. Like, this is just... She, what did you think of Daryl Hannah's character? I didn't love her. I feel like she was maybe there for comedic relief, but like I feel like the whole movie could have happened without her and I would have been fine. I feel like she was the person who a lot of things were explained to to explain to us. You know what? Yeah, that makes sense. You need to have a person that yeah causes people to explain the background of things mm-hmm. so that we can know without them having to show us. And that also helps with like this movie didn't have to have flashbacks to explain no former relationships or why people are the way they are. Uh, yeah, maybe she's kind of she's supposed to be us, I guess. Yeah. In the movie where they're going, oh, honey, this is how this, <laughs> why this is like this. I felt like her transformation, she became like a hoe and then she became very devout. And then she kind of met in the middle at the end. Yeah. And then, yeah. Yeah. It was an interesting, um, she, interesting arc, that one. <laughs> so it's Christmas. Yeah. I just wrote a note. This is a Christmas movie. I thought it was an Easter movie at first. Well, it is all, I do like that they do show us holidays to trek time uh pregnancies also help and ages of babies also help but yeah christmas it shows that it was spring at the wedding and then christmas is the next time we check in the way they decorate for christmas yeah i fucking love it like i (laughs) like there is not an ounce of their houses that's not decorated for christmas halloween easter I love it. it. I love it. I'm a thousand percent in on this kind of tacky Christmas. Absolutely. It makes you want to live in a small town because it seems like they're all in on it. Yeah, there's lots of tchotchkes. They're in Sally Field's bedroom are Christmas cards on a ribbon. Like, (laughs) I was just, I just love love it. it. Okay, so Shelby tells her mom that she's pregnant and does not get the reaction that she wants. No. I don't know why she thought it would be anything else based on... Obviously, your mom doesn't want you to be sick, but I think she thought like it'd bring joy and it does eventually. But yeah, Sally Field reacts very poorly. But this is like the turning point with the friendships, though, is them coming together to support her in her feelings about this right. at the Christmas party. So but they allude to like Clary's husband just died. They allude yes. to. So we see that these families come together, but I never really understood because I'm dumb. Like, I watch these movies once when I'm younger, and I just think, like, well, I take it for face value. I never really understood that at the wedding, when she tells Jackson, she's basically saying in not so many words, don't get her pregnant. Yeah. I never caught it that. Oh. I thought it was a weird time to tell him. That's, I'm like, don't you see him all the time? But yeah. 
But also in movies, I thought that people like just never met their in-laws until their weddings. <laughs> Maybe. So, anywho. And then Shelby can't understand that her mother, that she's basically telling her mother that I could die. Yeah. At any moment. Yeah. Like, and be happy about it. Yeah. And I'm sure the anxiety that, I think her mom just wants her to feel a remote amount of anxiety that she's going to feel for the next nine months stressed out about this mm-hmm. or seven months, however long it's going to be. Because shelby just only sees like the joy in it and it's also like i kept thinking like especially after the the diabetic thing happened at the wedding day like dylan mcdermott better be looking out for her shit yeah someone's got to be paying attention to her because and like does he know about the juice thing seemed like all those women kind of did but like does he know what to do in that situation like i was just immediately stressed for sally field knowing so there's something that olymp that clary says is like this one came on fast so i assume they've all seen it before yes exactly and i just didn't think okay i have to pull back here because i am not somebody who felt that complete urge to be a mother yeah so i can't imagine what it's like to be told you can't and then do it anyway or you shouldn't yeah like those are two different like i'm privileged enough that that's never happened to me yeah but i think it was really hard for me to like get into shelby's why shelby would do this yes knowing all the risks yes but all pregnancies are risky yes i was i've been told i shouldn't but i didn't want them so i was like don't worry really yeah i was told i shouldn't my not that we've talked about this before but uh i have kidney disease (laughs) top of all of my other illnesses at least you know what kidney disease is a silent killer i don't even know i have it (laughs) i don't even know i have it um i only know because i have to take medication for it but yeah i was told um because for my other illnesses i was told to get off birth control and my kidney doctor said don't you dare you can't get pregnant you can't have babies kind of like shelby yeah she they said your kidneys can't handle to support another life can barely support your life i didn't i mean i never put that two and two together oh well yeah i was told but i was like girl i don't got birth control either (laughs) i don't want to have babies so at least she wasn't breaking any hard news to me um but yeah i don't know why tom scarrett wonderful actor as drum is so excited does he not know the dad not know that Shelby shouldn't be having kids? I think it's the typical relationship where the the wife is the one who bears all the anxiety and the, the weight of, like, all the realities of their life, and the husband is blissfully unaware. Yeah, I do like in that moment, though, where, as the women find out, their first reaction isn't to go to Shelby, it's to go to Malin. Yes, yes, and to know like to immediately understand that where she is headspace wise and like i like that they all put their hands on like do a little huddle Mm -hmm. and like that's the point too where i think i realized how close like that's the thing i didn't realize how close these women were it seemed like they're all going to the hair salon on the same day because of the wedding and maybe they just knew each other around town i didn't realize you you can kind of tell that they've known each other since childhood in some way even though some of them are older than the others and i just really like that moment for me solidified it like this is what this movie's about yeah because they don't you actually don't know what this movie's about it doesn't follow quite a typical like narrative structure like you don't know what the plot that the only plot really is what happens to shelby you know like that that depicts what happens in the rest of the movie but like you don't know that off the off the hop the interesting side stories that are happening is like truvy's husband is neglectful yes he's not he's checked out 
Like, to you, Sam Shepard, an amazing actor. Just as Spud. Barely in it. He's hot, too. Barely in it. He's the dad on The Notebook, right? In the movie? Yeah. In the movie The Notebook. He's He's Ryan Gosling's dad. Yeah. I think, yeah. Yeah. He is. Uh, I was trying to figure out where I knew him from. I think he he died a couple years ago, did he not? I think he's dead. He was like a poet, too, or something. He also starred with Julia in The Pelican Brief. Wow. I will say, though, that not to get to the ending too fast, but the only... The part that I actually started to cry at is when he says to Deli Parton... If it was me, I don't I don't know what I would have done. That's when I started crying. I was like, he does love her. Yeah. You think he's just kind of checked out. Yeah, but he really does. And but though he doesn't show it really no. in the rest of the movie, which is just like he because Dolly makes a comment. He built me this so that I can support him. Yeah. Like he's kind of looking for work. And that's the side stories kind of get lost in the Malin and Shelby yeah. story. Like Weezer is this like curmudgeon of a lady yeah who's really just lonely yeah then clary their story is probably my favorite yeah like their friendship like i messaged her, i was like i messaged you i'm like are yeah. we clary and weezer yeah we are like they're trying to like clary's a newly widowed person like she's trying to make her way because mm-hmm. she was in love weezer was married twice but was never in love like mm-hmm. they're just kind of opposites yeah, two sides they're, yeah they're besties they, they can besties. they can shit talk each other the shit talking of this movie i love it they also physically hit each other they do <laughs> and the i also shit love talking it of this movie i love it so much okay so we jump from christmas mm-hmm. straight to july it's the baby's first birthday so we go a year to the baby's first birthday jackson's first birthday yeah they go to the hair salon because shelby wants to get her hair cut short and we don't really know why <laughs> melin is carrying this baby and pulls out a thing a bottle of juice oh, uh, apple juice or something a full bottle my teeth were chattering but like i was gonna ask you but or point that out to you when we were younger that was a thing of just having juice in a bottle and i remember people even saying oh i put some water in it so it's not full juice and then just handing a kid a bottle nowadays no you don't give babies juice at all not at all no it's worse for your teeth but i remember when we were younger thinking juices for baby like it's, it's apple juice babies for babies have. yeah now it no it's so bad so no. much sugar absolutely i even buy uh there's this uh juice box is called hint and it's water that just it's like it's like a bubbly or a Lacroix or however you say it that doesn't have bubbles in it so it's no calories and it tastes like cherries or whatever and it's meant for kids at school so now it's not even it's not diet juice oh, it's, <laughs> it's like, just no calorie no sugar no fake sugar flavored water it's like buster from arrested development it's boiled water with a smack of ham and water <laughs> exactly <Yeah. laughs> and back then they're like here's two liters of juice little boy yeah go nuts in your mom on. can't have sugar but just give you all the sugar yeah. so there's a point where they're talking about clary's nephew yeah coming out as gay in the yes. 80s where it's like yes. the worst thing you could ever do but surprise don't worry hey folks i'm only kidding i'm just gay uh, yeah well for what he say first that he was dying and then yeah. no i'm just gay what did they say all gay people have track lighting track lighting <laughs> and then weeds was like i have track lighting my nephew put it in or whatever yeah, what's your nephew's name steve <laughs> I just think it's so funny these little hints of like the culture that they're in. Yeah. Of they seem accepting like, though. Does your nephew have a friend? Yeah. 
so funny. But the, I feel like that's more open-minded than I would think. Shalia McLean says, I'm not crazy. I've just been in a bad mood for 40 years. <laughs> <laughs> Never resonated so much in my life. <laughs> I see myself in her. If, yeah, if we're going to ask, who do you relate to? Oh my God, it's Shirley McLean. Up um, and down. So this is another part where I thought, Malin is an extremely private person in a group of friends that are very like wear your heart on your sleeve yeah because shelby is the one that tells them that malin's gonna give her a kidney tomorrow yeah. she says nothing she says nothing. says nothing not and a word. everyone just kind of looks almost betrayed that she would keep such a secret from them yeah i have friends who are very private sometimes you're very private it's like the last moment when you just gotta re- get it recorded out. me saying i have a kidney disease i'm not that private but like my friend rebecca super private oh yeah she i ask could things be, about her all the time and you're like i don't know like does she yeah she could be in the mob she could be a spy <laughs> i don't know she could have a family with kids i wouldn't know <laughs> would not know because she's just super private like mm-hmm. very you feel close but then sometimes you'll like find out how someone truly feels and you're just like oh yeah and malin i was mad at malin in this moment yeah like did you think people were gonna say no that's a terrible idea they're all mothers. They would have probably understood you wanting to give your daughter a kidney. I think she's just, it's some, yeah, it's just what's private's private, I guess. Like, this is a family matter type of thing. It doesn't involve them. At first, I also thought that Shelby was getting beaten because they're like, what's all over your arm? And I was like, oh, he's hitting her. And then it's from her dialysis getting like needles all the time. I don't know. I think maybe she just thinks it's between them. Yeah, I don't think that they would choose where they would talk her out of it. I think also she doesn't really want sympathy. I feel like the haircut wasn't necessary. Oh my god, the haircut was not necessary. I also didn't really understand that moment when she looks in the mirror and she's about to cry, but then is it just she just goes, I have to do it? Like, she is just being strong? Because she hates it. She hates it, right? She hates it. It's a hateable haircut. Oh my god, the word, and she has such nice hair. The worst haircut. The is, worst wig I've ever seen. Yeah, but is it the same wig from Hook? Is did she just bring it to the next movie? Oh my god. It's literally like a year later, isn't it? Isn't Hook nineteen ninety? One. Yeah, so she just was like, I got it, I got Tinkerbell's hair, don't worry. Oh my god. I never put that together. It as could soon be. As she cut it, I was like, I've seen this before. I've seen this woman. I yes, is she crying because she's gonna go in for surgery? Is she crying because you know what? For Southern women, I thought they were going to say something about having short hair around men. Yeah. But they have short hair. Some but like do, yeah. she's young. Yeah, but I she's I thought they were going to say something. Yeah, that's true. And it's Malin who's like, I love it. I almost cried at that point. Yeah. Because she just, she just, just turns to her. She needs so her mama. Supportive. Yeah. To tell her that it's okay. Yeah. Well, that's also probably why she was so upset with her reaction. She just needs her mom to tell her. That she's doing the right thing when she when she said she was pregnant. Oh, Shelby. Shelby. I love Shelby as a character. She's very lovable. Is she? I thought so. I wasn't in on Shelby in the beginning of the movie. Really? I thought she was a little bra- bratty at her wedding day. Yeah, but who isn't? Not me. It's your My mom day. said... Everybody clear the room. She's having a panic attack. She needs to be alone. Remember? <laughs> so yeah. my mom said... You were fine. I was fine. I was just deeply, deeply nervous. Yeah. But then when Shelby is like to Anel, I'll give you a dress. Like that's when you see like, oh, but my first intro to Shelby, I didn't think she was super sweet. Yeah. I think it's more to her mom. She's, she, she behaves, she was behaving pretty young. 
right and pretty bratty but i think to other people that's not how she is right so but that's the way i am with my mom like my mom say, said yeah. to me today why do you always make fun of me and i said that's how i tell you i love you yeah if you recorded conversations with me and my mom you'd be like you're a bitch but it's like no so i talked to my mom yeah i saw a tiktok recently was who is the most annoying person in the world and why is it your mom (laughs) (laughs) and i agree with it like i work with a mother and daughter and when they bicker they apologize to me and i go i wouldn't last five minutes working here with my mom i love my mom but i can't i wouldn't be able to work with her i used to work with my mom oh god for like eight years i couldn't do it but i'm also again i want to like just check it if somebody has lost their mom listening I'm really sorry. Yeah, I know. We because have... like that's the thing that pulls you out of it when you're like, "Ugh, mom." And you're like, oh, "Yeah, she won't be here one day." Yeah, that's true. But but then she can't figure out how to do something on her phone. And I'm right back in it. Yeah, blind rage. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what did my mom say today? She couldn't say the word yurt, so she said, "Oh, I want to, I want to go where you go camping in one of those yucks." And I was like, "No, mom, it's not called a yuck." <laughs> one of those yucks <laughs> fantastic oh gosh it was so funny oh my god what else did she say today something else. i don't know she, just, she can't ever get words right i love it so everybody scrambles to support malin and shelby yeah what do you think of this hospital i, I don't understand the the doctor what doctor comes out and doesn't say so this is what we did and this is what happened they just go looks good looks really really good that doesn't mean anything no no a doctor would come out and say like she did really well she's coming off of anesthesia something looks good and who looks good they actually cast and i don't know if it's this part where everybody was a real doctor or the second part where shelby's in the hospital everybody in that who was cast as medical professional was a medical professional who worked on the writer's sister wow Mm mm-hmm Maybe they maybe maybe for the second part where yeah. you know when she's back in the hospital. Interesting, isn't that crazy? Yeah. So old timey spaces, and by old timey I mean pre ninety five. Yeah. <laughs> where you're smoking indoors. Yes. Phones are ringing. Mm-hmm. Like there's not a TV in sight. No. I'd be bored out of my mind. Yeah. I'd have a book. Yeah. But the fact that everyone's just smoking in the cafeteria and that the girls are there is so cute. Yeah. I love it. And I made a note. I wrote, the hospital is so old, but the procedure must not have changed. <laughs> what an idiot. <laughs> anyway. Yeah. I say they had, a, they had a cutter in half to get the kidney out. Yeah. Oh. That was bad. I don't, why, they said it would be harder on her than it would be on Shelby, but why? I don't know. Why would you have to cut oh. someone in half to get a kidney out, but not have to put one in? Because you got to take one out and then put one in? I don't know. I don't know either. It doesn't make any sense. You also have to take kidneys well, out of Shelby. Well, maybe because Shelby's body's already not, has to work overtime. Yeah. A, a doctor's probably listening. They're just like, you fucking idiot. I don't get it. That's why I don't, I think it's because Shelby's body's already compromised. I think that's just gossip. No. Yeah, I think, I think, it is. I think if this is, let me Google about Selena Gomez. <laughs> No Googling about Selena Gomez. transplant. We don't need to Google. It says lower for the recipient. Yeah, that's what that's what they said. This is going to be harder on Malin than her. Well, it was. <laughs> so that's summer. Fast forward to Arnell's Monster Mash themed bridal shower. You got a girl who loves Jesus and you're going to give her a shower on the devil's day? Oh what? no, she's getting married she's getting on married the devil's on day. Halloween, which I thought was also an odd choice. I would love to go to a wedding on Halloween. Yeah, it'd be great. You almost got married on Halloween. Why didn't you get married on Halloween? Oh yeah, that was the other available day. 
Ma'am, I would have loved it. I wore. I tried to dress like Stevie Nicks. Anyway, you did. I, did. I think I just was like the kitschiness. But I should have just leaned in full kitsch. Yeah. If I was married on Halloween, I'd be wearing a black dress. A thousand percent. Absolutely. Looking back, should have. No, I loved your dress. My dress was fine, but like, I love black. <laughs> I know you do. But you did all white flowers. Because I didn't want to compete with this face. <laughs> white is not my signature color. No, it's not. Okay. Do we talk about, do we want to talk about Weezer's guy? Oh, yeah. What was his name? Owen. Owen? Yeah. He's such a little man. He's tiny tot. Tiny tot. But he he remembered her quite fondly. Her wink to him when she walked oh, in the church. Loved it. Give her an Oscar just for that wink. Just, the way he looks at her is like, I'm both, I'm in love and terrified. I can report there's a strange car <laughs> parked in her driveway once a month. Or once a week. I have an affair with a Mercedes. I'm a Mercedes band. Yeah. Yeah, it's so, so good. good. She's hilarious. She was my favorite character by far a thousand percent yeah her and olipia dukakis me too i think we're my well i like them as a pair i'd watch a movie just about their friendship if they moved in together and it became a golden girls six series i'll watch it i think there was a steel magnolias tv show really but was this let me see here i'm pretty sure that they tried to do it but it didn't work Mm. which i would have been in if you would have put then weezer and clary Oh, yeah, 1990. It had a pilot, but never took off. Wow. On CBS. Wow. If you would put Clary and Weezer in like a Thelma and Louise or like a Romeo and Michelle. Yeah, Romeo and Michelle. Clary and Weezer's high school reunion. Yeah, but they, if they went on a road trip, absolutely. Done. And the dog had to come and. Yeah. Rat. I love it. I love it. It's, you would give your dog a kidney if you could. And she's like, I would. I would. I know. I love her so oh, much. So sweet. I do. They're, I, yeah, they're definitely my, my favorite part of the movie, which is like when it took a turn, I was like, no, I want more of these other people. When they, okay, I started crying from the second Shelby gets dizzy. <sighs> yeah. We actually had to stop the movie no. when Jackson is crying. Yeah. Because his distress made me so upset. Really? Yeah. Really? No. And I knew it was coming. Uh, yeah, I didn't start crying until until the conversation between Spud and Dolly Parton. But then, obviously, at the funeral scene. I just, I remember so vividly that pot on the stove of of jackson walking in yeah and the pot is on the stove and the fridge is open yeah and the baby's crying and you don't know how long the baby's been crying there like yeah. it just my anxiety is just oh, racing absolutely and like it's i mean now i'm sure these things happen but i'd be like i have my phone on me yeah like at all pretty much all times yeah it's just so just dis- like just so distressing was her phone outside it was in her hand yeah i think it was probably one of those long 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 cords. yeah she was like she was in the backyard or on like the patio she's on like a lanai yeah Yeah. that's a southern word lanai lanai so she we don't know i don't know if they tell you exactly what happens did they say she rejected me rejected is that what they said we had subtitles on so we heard everything in the background oh because i was wondering when they were gonna yeah i assumed that's what happened because uh, clearly the kidney transplant was in the summertime july yeah and so this is october and that's why so she collapsed and like never woke up again. I don't really know who goes back to work right after a kidney transplant. Like the fact that Shelby went to work. Yeah. 
That's tough. Well, it's been months, maybe. I don't know. I don't know. Especially with her rich husband. They said that she doesn't even really need to work. I'll give you a kidney. You'll give me a kidney? I should just get tested preemptively. For what? Kidneys? For, yeah, if to you give need me a kidney. No, I can't have a you kidney. Give me a kidney, got your kidney. I can't get kidneys. Go to the kidney store, get the, your kidney. The special, <laughs> the special kidney disease I have... Apparently, if you even put fresh ones in me, my body will just do the same thing to them. Really? Yeah, it's like a, it's my, it's I don't know. It's kind of like if your body attacks a part of your body, like if, like, oh yeah, it's like a my body will just attack the new kidneys and be like, we'll make them shit too. So I can't even get new kidneys. I'm fine. I'm fine. <laughs> okay. <laughs> of all the kidney diseases, it's the best one to have. That's why I always tell every doctor who's like, "What's wrong with you?" Oh. Okay. Why? Well, no, just, I feel bad for Shelby. I do feel bad for Shelby. I do feel bad for Shelby. Malin breaks my fucking heart. Yes. So I've been in a similar situation where family has to make decisions about end of life care. Yeah. And that's really hard. Mm -hmm. But obviously it must be very difficult when the person is so young and there's a little baby there yeah the fact that okay i get so mad that i'm judging jackson and drum for not staying there with malin yeah like i felt like but then again like i didn't stay because they told me like i didn't stay Mm -hmm. i couldn't stay when it happened to my grandmother yeah but i was just so mad i don't know why i was so mad i just thought that like they knew it was a moment that Sally Field should be alone mm-hmm. with her because also she said she never left the hospital mm-hmm. because what if she wakes up for even two minutes but Jackson doesn't stay no Melinda does when she and I know everybody grieves differently this isn't real this is just a movie but when she's reading the magazine and she gets mad or like well no she has the picture yeah and she's like gets almost mad at Shelby yeah that broke my heart well it kind of showed the different stages of over time how she's like really sad and then she's mad she's doing exercises because she's gonna need it yeah exactly Mm -hmm. she's from hopeful to like less hopeful and then she's like reading to her things in a magazine just to like keep her company like there's a lot of stages of how she's grieving did they tell you how long she's in a coma for no i don't think i don't think so it's definitely been a while yes people say 10 months online but she does look like she's aged and her hair hasn't grown Mm mm-hmm they're saying 10 months because Easter is later, but what's-her-face isn't even pregnant yet. Unless she was pregnant. Oh, yeah. she is pregnant at the funeral. She is. But she's not that pregnant. Right. And she has the baby on Easter. So it's got to be, I think it is like November or January, maybe. No, I thought it was like the next year. The Easter? Yeah. Well, yeah, from October to the next Easter. <laughs> at the funeral, Daryl Hannah is pregnant. Right. But she's not that pregnant. She's talking about naming the baby Shelby. And then she's nine months pregnant at Easter. That means so she would be having premarital sex. Yeah. Well, that's what I'm wondering. Did she get married? Because based on what was happening. So Julia Roberts says to her baby, to baby Jack, when we we're not going to go trick or treating right now, but we're going to go later and puts him in his costume. So that's Halloween. Okay, Jack Jr. has his first birthday in July. Shelby collapses at Halloween. And Elle gets pregnant around August of the next year. I'm going to say, honestly, two weeks before they do tests and are like, there's no way coming out of it. Ten months. That'd be a really long time. It's got to be just a couple weeks. Anyways, Robert Harling's parents, 
who this was based on their daughter Susan, were purposely on set that day to watch them film that scene. I remember reading this because they yeah. wanted to see Julia get up. They wanted to see Susan or Susan Shelby get up and like walk away from that setting. Yeah. So they said it was a really healing moment. Wow. I can't even imagine. Yeah. To have. Yeah. He said his parents were really fond of Julia. Who, who could you not? Yeah. Be. But like, I couldn't, even, yeah, I couldn't imagine watching that and going through it. Sobbed the whole time. Yeah. When Sally Field fucking runs from the hospital. Yeah. Matt goes, I was watching with Matt. He goes, where's she going? And I was like, she's going to get the baby. Yeah. When that little toddler, a blonde thing toddles over to her. I know. Sobbed my eyes out because she wanted know. a piece of Shelby. She got it. If that that part though was a little weird where they go she goes where's the baby and he goes she's at my aunt's and she just runs doesn't go like I have to go see she doesn't say anything she just she's just grieving bolts I know she's just grieving and she just needs to go see a piece of her daughter that's yeah, still alive I know oh listen <sighs> <laughs> what are you gonna cry maybe don't cry <laughs> why are you crying so good it's so good it's so sad i know and the funeral oh god and the- best so i said to matt i'm like you gotta come back here and watch this scene yeah he goes is it as good of an outburst as sean penn in mystic river and i said he probably watched this <laughs> to get in the mood for mystic river yeah. this scene alone i can't believe that sally Fields didn't get an oscar for this scene I, was she nominated at least isn't she that they like me they really like me golden globe sally was nominated golden globes julia was nominated for best supporting role in one wow but it doesn't say that she got nominated for anything for oscars which seems like a fucking robbery yeah everyone's talking about the barbie snubs yeah and i'm just gonna go on record and say the snub is the directing the snub is not margot's performance margot as producer should have got is should get all the awards the movie winning best picture gets you know gets and, her that and just as a side tangent america Ferrera's performance was okay it was not worth getting nominated for an oscar for i don't think anyone's performance in that movie was oscar are you joking oscar, well, ryan gosling's is nomination worthy for supporting i know i agree i that for ryan gosling i think was the like revelation of the movie which is also why people the whole point was that men are trash but you're like yeah but he's great <laughs> it made me like ryan gosling much much more it did make me like margot robbie more too because me and you have a problem with her american accent but flat on barbie it wasn't that bad but in other movies i was like i can't see babylon i can't handle her i can't <laughs> i can't do it i can't do it at all okay so the funeral scene blush and bad i didn't see whether they're blush and bashful flowers yeah there were that's so sad i know when she says you're gonna have to get her pink suit with the cherries on it yeah i know Could i want to imagine that's what she's being buried in that's I so sad know. of course i cried like a little baby when mm-hmm. she's having her, I'm so mad I can run to Texas, but my daughter can't. Yes. And then when she's talking about Jackson, I was sobbed. If anyone like Anel came up to me at my daughter's funeral and oh starts talking about a reason and that someone's in a better place, yeah. I would be 
telling them to dig themselves a hole because they're yeah. going to be in it. She does redeem herself, though, in how she explains. She just didn't need to do it in the first place. It was the most awkward, one of the most awkward moments I've ever seen. I know, but she does start digging herself out of that hole when she, like, when she says the reason why she has to do it is because knowing that Shelby's on her team up in heaven, like, gives her solace or whatever. Didn't need to be. No. Didn't need to be. Also, I'd be like, bitch, who are you? We don't even know you. Get out of here. Well, they know her. Not enough. I would just like the best thing to say is nothing. Or like you say, your hair is holding up great. Yeah. At my nanny's funeral, someone came up to me. I forget who it was and said, this isn't the time, but what foundation are you wearing? Because it hasn't smudged at all. Wow. I was wearing l'oreal baby (laughs) (laughs) like it's actually quite cost effective i just i don't remember who it was but they said oh i think it was katie wow she goes your makeup looks great and i was like that's exactly what you need to hear in that moment you say this fucking sucks your makeup looks great yes absolutely um that's so funny the here hit weezer hit this yeah was inspired by susan harling who died the brother he said that that's something that his sister would have said to yeah like break the tension of a moment yeah i think that was the perfect thing i, I love wanted, it i'm so mad i want to hit something i love laughing at like funerals and what well, like, dolly says laughter through tears is my favorite emotion oh it's so cute it's such a good moment mm-hmm. the, the quote-unquote party afterwards in the backyard i felt like for the first time like since my dad died i was i had like a moment where i forgot because i was like could you i said could you imagine just being at a funeral and then having to take care of a baby and be happy yeah and then i was like yes i did and that's the hardest thing to do absolutely i can't imagine the pain of looking at your grandson knowing like everything that his mother did and that she's not here. Yeah, I think at the same time, though, it's like you can tell that like it's her joy now. Oh, absolutely. But my first thought was like, well, she, how much will she get to see this baby? My first thought was, can Jackson give up baby Jackson? Yeah. To well, Sally Field. Yeah, because it's not her child is the one parent left. Mm-hmm. And what's his obligation to them? And he does. they don't live there. Yes. And I also thought, and this is such a weird place that my mind goes... They're very young. Yeah. He's might remarry. Yeah. I'd be so mad. I'd be like, no, Shelby forever. Get out of here. Can I have the baby? Yeah. Give me baby Jackson. Give me baby Jackson. It ends again with Jackson running to Malin. Yeah. I just kept crying. Yeah. Truvy's husband buys her another, like he shows, he buys her a place. Another just, salon, yeah. be his redeeming quality. Yeah. Weeza brings her little bow to the, the thing. Mm-hmm. Clary's really the only one who doesn't get the nothing bu- button on it. Well, she's, now she's the reporter for the, for the sports team because she bought the, the thing. She's just happy, I guess. Yeah, I guess so. She's got hobbies now. She kind of, I think her her big moment was redeeming with Weezer about why she makes fun of her so much. Like, yeah. And how much she loves her. Yeah. I hope like, you know, you know what? I was about to say, I hope they teach that monologue at acting schools. Yeah. But I also feel like that's one, don't touch it. Yeah. No one could do Sally Field. Like when Sally Field switches from, I have to go. Or when she's like, no, no, it shouldn't be me. Mm-hmm. I can't handle it. Yeah. Amazing. Would you have a Taylor Swift song? Bigger than the whole sky. It's like the only one that fits. No. Um, 
Oh shit! Taylor, I didn't even think about Taylor Swift. Song. I never think about a Taylor Swift song. I also don't know that many. I, I think that this that we're gonna run a course on this segment soon. No, we're not. <laughs> no, we're not. I know like three albums. I don't. I'm gonna run out of. I can't just pink cardigan for every single one. Hold, please. There's gotta be like a friendship one. This is why we can't have nice things like babies. There's gotta be something bigger. Yeah, I guess. I guess you'd have to go bigger than the whole sky mm-hmm. but if anyone else knows a taylor swift song for this movie there's got to be something does she write songs about friendship i don't think so i'm trying to think how many and i can't i don't think so like betty there's no f- songs about like strong female friendships taylor you failed us shut don't don't be dare she she didn't mean what she was saying taylor performative feminism she didn't she didn't mean what she was saying taylor <laughs> no she wasn't no. write a song about Gigi hadid we need to hear it oh god Gigi hadid and bradley cooper oh we're not gonna talk about it what did i say that they look like a ai generated if you were like show me a couple of like a, a famous couple and because the hat and like her pants were so weird the clothes were just so weird it was terrible it looked it looked like something ai generated i did not like it oh man i feel like this like there's got to be a country song for this movie though i'm sure there's plenty i just don't listen to country so i can't help you i don't know i'll figure it out myself um let's give cozy ratings okay this is a specific kind of cozy though because it's gonna ruin you emotionally cozy yeah but like this is the kind of cozy if you want to cry about other things put this on yeah if you need to get there oh yeah if you're like edging on a cry session yeah maybe periods do in a couple hours yeah that was partially my problem is like my uterus is about to flip inside out and i can feel it coming all i want is chocolate and chips and i saw chocolate and chips sweet and salty I'm just a balanced kind of girl. <laughs> Them kidneys want <laughs> sweet and salty, sweet and salty. <laughs> okay, so okay, give me a cozy rating. Okay. Um, 8.6 acrylic nails out of 10. Hmm, sound good? What'd you take points off for? Crying? Crying. And I think for me, I'm just... If it's not a movie that's been one of my comfort watches, okay. it's hard for me to rate it high. I don't I don't have an emotional attachment to this movie like I have for other things. It's not a legacy so watch. I, I'm saving the nines for the things that like have deeply impacted my life. Like I I could recite them and I loved them dearly for a long time. Especially like if I watched it as a teen or as a youth, things kind of stick with you. It's like your first love. Whereas right. the coming to things later in life, I loved it. I also loved Moonstruck. It's just not that doesn't i don't have a nostalgia tie to it like i wish i did that's why like i wish i saw this movie when i was younger okay i'm gonna go oof. oh get in the nine still yeah wow heavy hitters i'm gonna go 9.1 rubbers on a car <laughs> out of 10 that's barely any rubbers because i feel like if i'm putting this like the highest is still a little women moonstruck's pretty high mm-hmm. this is really high but like i'm watching it to be eviscerated emotionally yeah and i know that as i get older i'm gonna find new ways to cry about it too yeah because this watch again surprise surprise i only tap into emotions now that i'm a mother mm-hmm. because i'm shallow and limited yeah ruined me in a different way because mm-hmm. i was looking more about 
the grants. I was thinking more of from Malin's perspective. Yes. Who? Um, so I'm going to go with 9.1, rubbers on cars. Who do you see yourself as? I told you, Weeza. Why? Because I am... I am the friend with the dog and the overalls and the miserable outlook. You do have the overalls. I do have the overalls. I do have the dogs. I I just she's she's a bit of a bitch, but she's got a heart of gold. <laughs> she does have a heart of gold. I think who I want to be is Clary. I love. I just love that she's just confident and has love. She's just a happy person, and she looks on the bright side of things, and she's very like loving and can give it to you i want to be her but i think i am just see i feel like the the one with the biggest heart in those movies truvy that's true i'm not her truvy feels feels like a a bleeding heart yes malin is like steel some might say a steel magnolia yeah i actually googled at the end because okay i thought that i know they said at one point men like seem like they're made of steel mm-hmm. then i thought they're gonna come around and be like and we're just magnolias and that's where they got the title from i actually googled why is it called steel magnolia i knew what they meant like i knew that's what it meant but i was like did i miss something no it just means that the women are like magnolias but they're tough as steel yeah i wish that they just laid it out that's pretty much what it says in the title <laughs> A flower that's hard. Yeah, but they don't say. They don't say why. They don't say why that they. Yeah, I know. I just. I needed more. I needed things painted out for me. I needed someone to you know to say the 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 line that's the line the name of the movie that's like you're the most important character if you actually say the name of the movie in the movie. Oh, you know, it's gone, baby, gone. I need someone to say we're like steel magnolias. I needed it. I want to watch Gone Baby Gone so bad. (laughs) I love that movie so much. Oh, that's that not a comfort so watch jesus christ it's um, not a comfort watch okay well i've got some trivia oh some casting okay. okay oh i was about to say i see myself more as clary because i make fun of you because i love you and you think that i'm just making fun of you but it's because i love you i don't think that's that's not love but sure i, I those were a perfect combo i'm Lisa and you're clary. clary we take turns switching out yeah yeah you also have nicer clothes I'm wearing my mother's pajamas. <laughs> Why did you have your mom? Because don't you ever go to your mom's house and just be like, I don't want to wear my hard pants. I want to put on real like comfy pants. No, because I'm fatter than my mom. Shut up. So my mom always goes, are you cold? Do you want a sweater? I'm like, well, I can't get that on me. No. Anyways, I always, I take everybody's sweatpants and her socks. I think these are her socks too. Yeah. You've stolen my socks. Before. i know i still have them the little purple ones <laughs> no i give them back i give them back anyways you've stolen a vase a blanket socks it's not stolen it's borrowing if you know about it <laughs> okay so let's talk about people who could have been cast in this movie okay the person who was originally cast as shelby who had to drop out oh meg ryan she dropped out to do when harry met sally smart really smart yeah i can't falter for that i also thought julia was phenomenal in this so yeah she was who else did they want for this role Winona Ryder. Interesting. Probably would have still been good. Another person who auditioned, Laura Dern. Yeah. Okay. Laura Dern has like this a similar look, at least to Julia. But I actually think Winona Ryder is a better like daughter to Sally Field, look wise. Right. I always forget that Julia Roberts is from the South. Yeah. So I feel like she is pageant hair. Yeah. Like it wasn't a stretch to see her done up that way i feel like if you put winona Ryder in that it would feel off yeah that's true 
like Winona Ryder, even though she was like in Age of Innocence and like and like I just feel like that kind of teased hair. She's an alternative girly. Right. We're yeah. talking Heather's 80s, not this 80s. Yeah, not iPhone face, but like something else. There's something about her that it can't do it. I get yeah. it. Yeah. Originally, Elizabeth Taylor wanted a role in the movie version. Wow. Betty Davis wanted to be in this movie. Okay. As a Weezer, specifically. Interesting. Betty Davis thought that Catherine Hepburn would have made a great Clary and Elizabeth Taylor would have been Malin. Mm-hmm. Uh, Harling said that Davis even invited him to tea to convince him that she was right for the role as Weezer, but it ultimately went to Patricia McLean, which I feel like is the right. They seem like they cast a lot younger than the three women that they're talking about. That's true. Those women are, I think, at least 15 to 20 years older than the women they cast. That's very true. Yeah. Why do you think they did that? I don't know. More relatable? Another report says that everyone from Joan Rivers to Lucille Ball to Cher and all of the Golden Girls showed up to see the actual play. Oh. So everybody wanted in. I think everyone knew, like, this is going to be a movie. Yeah. I want to be in on it. Wow. Nicole Kidman played Shelby in a Sydney production of the play. Interesting. Isn't that funny? Yeah. I could see that. She's got the big hair. She could do it. But I don't think... I think Julia... Even... There's a lot of Julia... Like, Shelby Vivian crossover. Yeah. Like, just the strength, I think. Yeah. She also seemed like just very youthful and fresh. Yeah. You know? On the cusp of stardom. Mm-hmm. Uh, apparently, Shirley MacLaine saw Julia Roberts' audition called her lawyer and said, I don't know if she, or sorry, I called her agent and said, I don't know if she has an agent, but you need to handle her. Wow. Shirley MacLaine said, that woman is going to be a star. She was fucking right. She put some money on it, honey. Imagine they're just having that kind of talent to like, not like, be like, you got something. Mm-hmm. You're going to be something. Anyways, that's all I really have. Um, you know, box office. Let's talk box office. What do you think the budget was on this movie? Based on like the actors and stuff. Mm, maybe like, 24 million? 15. Okay. Box office, 96.8. Pretty good. I still don't understand why the mentality in Hollywood is that women-led films can't make money. They obviously fucking can. I think, I think of this a lot when we're talking about, like, I, I liken it to the boy band thing. Yeah. Or, like, even sports. Or, like, yeah. because now women are watching more sports or because of... Now, because of like Taylor Swift's thing, I don't think people believe that women want to cheer on women. Yeah. And I don't, and I think that there are some phases of life where people don't want to. Yeah. Like where people would say, oh, I don't like, I don't like Taylor Swift or I don't like Julia Roberts or I'm not like, they just, they have to have an in. And I feel like sometimes for big audiences, it's easier for guys to get in on, I want to be that guy. And then girls to be like, I want to be with that guy. Yeah, that's true. But this demographic specifically of this movie is people who are kind of beyond that phase. Yeah. So why don't people invest more? Like, look at Big Little Lies. Big Little Lies, people, it was, it was a big hit. Yeah. Older women. Mm-hmm. 80 for Brady. Yeah, and uh, Grace and Frankie. Very yeah. successful show. Yeah, maybe there's like a non-threatening thing to the things about older women. That's also, true, too. Gilmore Girls, or not Gilmore Girls, Golden Girls showed that was very successful as well and i don't know i think women like seeing stories about themselves and that they can relate to and i think that as a part of the economy man women we spend money like i was actually thinking about this a lot like 
I was even asking like our friend Stacy, like, what does your husband spend money on? She's like, nothing. And I'm like, same, like food. And that's it. I, we spend money as women on so many things. We, we, we will buy things, support things. Women liking NFL is a, all of a sudden well, a great financial thing for them. Think of how many industries women keep going. Diet yeah. industry, beauty industry, fast Every- fashion industry. Like, yeah. it's on our backs t- sometimes to keep consumerism going. That, we are. Yeah. <laughs> and then we love a recommendation. We we're, Influencers are for us. Like, it's for women to say, we, yeah, I just tried this skin product and now I want it. Like we are, we are the people who keep this shit going. My husband buys pieces of vintage furniture because he believes he's going to have a furniture flipping business. To be supportive about this, Elizabeth. <laughs> yeah, I think it's yeah. I think it is the non-threatening aspect. I wish it would just be like the non-threatening aspect is the aspect of women. Like we're not threatening to each other. That's a male idea. Absolutely. Absolutely. Am I threatened by other women when I meet them? Sure. But I gotta check myself because they're not threatening. I'm creating an idea of them that's threatening. That's true. Gotta support each other up. Women supporting women. It's Brittany and Christina, man. Do you think there's anyone who could have done this movie different or better? No, I love the casting. To be honest, I would have said that Daryl Hannah is the weakest link. Absolutely. I don't even think her character is necessary. I think it's necessary, but I don't think she had the star power to pull it off. No. Sorry to Ms. Hannah. Sorry about it. We could have had a Molly Ringwald in there. That's true. Molly Ringwald could be in everything because that's what they, she was supposed to be, probably. Probably. <laughs> yeah. Anywho, I loved it. Love this movie. If you, I had to rent it. Do you rent it? I had to rent it, yeah. It's not on anything in Canada, at least. Worth the $5. Yeah. I'd say. Absolutely. I should have bought it. Next time I need to cry, I'm going to watch it. Yeah. Yep. Maybe this will become like my new Izzy and Denny dying. Like I, When I need to cry, that's just what I watch. Really? So maybe I'll just watch Malin. Absolutely. I want to know why. <laughs> so good. All right. So next week, uh, Six Degrees of Kevin Bacon, we're going to use Sally Field to get us to Where the Heart Is, a movie that we love to quote. We I, I, Even earlier in this episode, we call, instead of calling it the United States, we call it America's Nation. America's Nation. Noble Nation. Uh, someone actually messaged us and told us to do this movie. Jessica. Thanks, Jess. Don't worry, Jess. We got you, girl. She told us on January 11th. Took a little bit. We're going to get there. I love this movie. Natalie Portman's one of her finest performances. Mm-hmm. And she's had a few. Yeah. All right, guys. Well. Oh, if you want to follow us, <laughs> follow us on Instagram and TikTok at Comfort Watch Podcast. You can email us at comfortwatchpod at gmail.com. Mm-hmm. Like and subscribe. Is it can subscribe to podcast? follow follow download please leave reviews it helps us yes um until next time stay comfy stay cozy bye bye